Hello and welcome to the Gig Economy Project podcast. My name is Ben Ray. I'm the coordinator of the Gig Economy Project, which is a media network for gig workers in Europe. Today, I'm joined by Martin Williams, who is responsible nationally for the United Freelancers section of the ACV-CSC Union, which represents 1.5 million workers in Belgium. Martin has been at the forefront of efforts to organise gig workers in Belgium, I made the case at two major gig economy conferences in, in Brussels in October, which the gig economy project was present at, that unions must take seriously uh, organising all workers, no matter what their employee status. Shortly after meeting Martin in Brussels, we caught up on Zoom to talk about self-employed unions, gig economy in Belgium, and how to ensure false self-employed platform workers get labour rights. Okay, Martin, thank you very much for joining this Gig Economy Project podcast. Um, can you just start by telling us a little bit about, because uh, obviously there's not many self-employed unions in Europe, so it's quite something quite unique, I think, your, your union. So can you tell us a little bit about its origins? How did United Freelancers come about? Uh, how did it get started? Well, um I don't know. I don't think it's uh, it's unique in Europe. I, I we we also got inspiration from uh, what was done in uh, Netherlands and also in Germany. So uh, it's 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 correct that uh, we don't see uh, we don't see it in uh, in France, uh, in Spain, in Italy. But uh, I think in the Nordic countries uh, there are more. Um, upfront with with this id so uh, why we began this it's because we we remarked that uh, a lot of workers nowadays are uh, working as uh, self-employed it could be genuine self-employed bogus self-employed whatever Um, there is a trend to for more and more workers to work as a self-employed and uh, there was a tradition in, in Belgium and in, in most countries that if you are self-employed, then, then unions are not for you. Um, and we want to break this. We think that uh, even if you are self-employed and even if you want to stay self-employed, that's okay. If it's, if it's to, to, to have more uh, uh, liberty, but in, anyway, you have to defend your uh, working conditions. You have to, uh, to 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 negotiate. Uh, in most uh, in most cases, you are in a uh, you are in an an even uh, bargaining position with a, a contractor or with a, a, a another economic player. So um, so we think the the basics of uh, unionization that's that's to 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 defend your working condition by a collective action we think it's also uh, relevant for uh, self employed can you give us a little bit of a, a picture of the makeup of your union in terms of what industry sectors are you organized in and um yeah, what sort of members you have how how many members do you have well, and um, I make the link direct directly to this, but uh, I, I, I uh, before I will say that we also remarked that uh, most farm, not most, but uh, a lot of our affiliates of the affiliates of the CSC Union in Belgium, 
have uh, mixed careers. That means uh, people are working as uh, salary workers, but uh, maybe later or uh, they are they are working as a self-employed. So mm -hmm. the the time of um, of uh, one career as a salary worker and or one career as self-employed, uh, uh, it's it's no longer true. Uh, you have more and more mixed careers, and also we uh, we have a lot of uh, salary worker with a complementary activity as um, self-employed. Um, in our union, we have more than uh, one million five five hundred thousand uh, affiliates, and. Uh, we, uh, we, we assess that uh, 90,000 of them have a side activity as self-employed. So all those can call our service uh, United Freelancers. We'll, we also have uh, several thousands uh, affiliates that are uh, mainly or only uh, self-employed. And what what sort of what sort of jobs is it that you mainly organize in terms it's of It's really in uh, all sectors. Really, in all sectors, we have uh, we have uh, workers in the construction, in building. Uh, we have uh, teachers. Uh, we have uh, a lot of different services. It can it could be a uh, hairdresser. It could be it could be um, a delivery. It could it could be interpreters. Um, also, a lot if in uh, artistic or cultural uh, sector. Um, artists, uh, photographs, uh, graphical design, uh, all those kinds of, uh, of, uh, of services and crafts. Um, um, I, think, I think that's also, a, good, a good overview. Sorry? I think that's a good overview of the sort of, the sort of jobs. Um, I heard you speak at, obviously, at two conferences last week about the, the platform economy. And you outlined your union's position on uh, on the question of the employment status, what the what the, the employment status should be of uh, of platform workers. And you said it should be as default be considered to be employees. There should be a presumption of employment in the gig economy. Was that quite a difficult argument in your union, considering it's a union of freelancers to 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 win that argument? No, not uh, not really. Because uh, we don't say all platform workers should be employees. We say uh, it depends on the actual working conditions. And we can imagine, and there are some uh, platforms that are uh, acting uh, purely as a contact making or a kind of a marketplace. So uh, as self-employed, you can work through, through the, those platforms. But um, it's also a fact that most of the platform workers currently uh, are working for a very for, for service platform like uh, Uber, like uh, Deliveroo, like uh, in delivery, in transportation. And in those cases, the reality of the working conditions uh, is such that you should be employee. It's, it's just an application of the law. If if the, the platform is acting as a, as a boss, is, is giving you a, a clear instruction on how to, to, to make your work. If you, if you cannot organize as a self-employed, if you cannot choose, choose what you do first, um, 
then then you should be an employee and uh, and that's the case for those platforms it's also uh what the the jurisdiction uh things in belgium uh that's why there, there are a lot of uh of uh, of uh, court actions uh, at the moment so um it's also very important for uh, genuine self-employed that you defend the meaning of what self-employed means. Mm. So, so if you are, if you have bogus self-employed, uh, so-called self-employed that are not that do doesn't have any 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 freedom to organize, then um, it's it's not good for those uh, uh, workers, but it's not good also for the uh, real self-employed. Because uh, um, because okay it, it, you 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 then you create a situation where, where a self-employed in in fact is not uh, it, it doesn't enjoy freedom. So uh, a lot of our affiliates say, I want to be self-employed, but I have to defend the fact that I have self-employed. I have to defend my freedom. I have to set limits. And uh, so this example of a bogus self-employment in platform workers are never good for um, those workers and, and neither for uh, the genuine self-employed. I thought it was quite interesting at the conference where you said you're quite honest and said that most platform workers, uh, you know, not necessarily members of your union, just platform workers in general uh, and Uber uh, type jobs and food delivery jobs, they, they don't currently agree that they should be employees, but, but when they talk about the different things they want, you know, in terms of conditions, uh, labor rights, well, rights, different, the different rights that they want, like an end, end to being paid for, uh, for waiting times, for example, those rights amount to a sort of, you know, the, the rights you get when you're, when you uh, are an employee, the amount of labor rights. Um, can you tell us a bit about your experience of talking to platform workers about this issue and the kind of contradictions uh, that, that you hear when you speak to people on the ground about it? Well, um, I spoke to uh, uh, at times with the, the direction of uh, Deliveroo, also with the director of uh, Uber in Belgium. Um, well, for me, it's uh, it's rather clear that uh, what they, what they want is um, the advantage of the employer from both statuses. You know, the the advantage working uh, with self-employed people is that you you don't take the the economic risk. Um, for instance, for uh, as a delivery uh, delivery career, if they, there are not nothing to deliver, then you just don't have any work, and the platform doesn't have to pay to to pay you. So economic risk is on the on, on the careers. Um, at the same time, uh, they don't want to apply the um, uh, labor rights because naturally it's a cost. Uh, I calculated that if a platform like uh, Deliveroo had to to work with salary workers, it will cost them some something like 
twice the price, twi twice the, the actual price. Mm -hmm. So, um, okay, it's just a question of, uh, <laughs> of business, business model. Uh, they want to, 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 to make more uh, benefits. And, uh, but uh, I cannot uh, agree with this. Uh, I think, um, okay, there are limits. Uh, you don't have to trespass. Uh, uh, labor rights is, uh, is, 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 um, is right for every, everybody working. And uh, so the platforms, they, 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 they maybe agree to give some additional advantages to the workers, provided they can continue with self-employed workers. But, but it's just, uh, for me, it's just, uh, naturally, it's going in the right direction, but it's not enough. Uh, if they are working as uh, like employees, they should be treated uh, as employees and, and, and enjoy the rights of employees. From the perspective of, you know, your Uber driver or your delivery rider, what is the psychology of this issue? You know, do, do they, they, they feel um, that, you know, they, they have some extra freedoms that come with being self-employed, but at the same time, they want the rights that come from being a worker. What is the, what is the psychology involved in it? Well, most of the of the platform workers, unless they uh, they discussed a lot about it, they don't they don't uh, demand to be employees. This doesn't mean that they that they demand to stay self-employed. Mm -hmm. um, in fact, they don't ask for because okay, those are concepts. It's uh, those are legal legal concepts, and maybe it's uh, it's already too too far away. Their their demands are are very concrete ones. The demands are uh, is to to be paid during the waiting time. Their demands is to have a, a minimum wage per uh, worked hour. Uh, they can agree naturally to to. To be paid more if they deliver more, but uh, to to have a minimum, uh, a minimum hourly wage, also to have uh, serious uh, insurances. As I say, serious. Uh, it's not la insurances like the ones uh, paid uh, currently paid by uh, the platform like uh, Uber or Deliveroo, but uh, insurances at the same level uh, as uh, employees. They also they also want to to have some somebody to talk to. I, I mean, uh, if they have any problem uh, during their uh, their work, they want to 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 be able to 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 address someone at the platform side. And currently, it's not possible. The platforms are uh, in fact unreachable for the for the workers. Uh, the platform they, they 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 know how to reach you when they need you, but uh, if if you need them. Uh, they just don't uh, don't answer, so so that's not correct. Uh, and if you list all those uh, demands, all those expectations, you can uh, state that in fact all this is in the in the labor rights. So mm -hmm. uh, should they uh, be considered as uh, workers, then it should then those demands will be solved. Can you give us a picture of what the, the naturally work? naturally uh, so so just just something to add on your question. Naturally, they also enjoy the fact that they can connect when they want, but uh, it's not so that 
should they uh, become employees, it won't be possible to choose when you connect. Uh, in fact, uh, we have one platform in Belgium working with uh, uh, employees, and it, you, you also can choose from week to week uh, when you want to, uh, to connect and to, and to work. So it's also the platforms uh, like uh, Deliveroo and Uber that are uh, explaining to the of giving the impression to the to the workers that should they become employees then they they they, they, they won't be any freedom of choice about when they work but but that, that's not true uh, an employee doesn't have to be uh, 24 hours on 24 uh, seven days on seven uh, available for the for for for, for the boss. Um, uh you also can uh can discuss and uh establish when when you want to work can you give us a picture of what the the food delivery sector looks like in belgium now in terms of the paying conditions of of the workers in terms of the the sort of platforms that you have in in the sector in belgium so for uh, food delivery, you have uh, uh, you have three three platforms. You have uh, Uber Eats, Deliveroo, and uh, Takeaway. Takeaway uh, is the same platform as uh, Just Eats. Mm-hmm. In, uh, in, in, in there are countries where where it's called Takeaway and countries where it's called uh, Just Eat. Um, the two first platforms are working with uh, self-employed or the special situation we have in Belgium. Uh, called the collaborative, the, the, the regime of collaborative economy. So it's a kind of uh, self-employed. If you under under the uh, six thousand five six thousand four hundred uh, um, a year. So uh, it's really uh, it's, it's it's not much. Uh, and the last platform takeaway is working with uh, employees. Okay, and uh, I, I know you've you've said you've spoken about how um, in Brussels, partic- in particular, quite a lot of those who are riders are operating under false names, as in they are you know using other people's accounts and potentially undocumented uh, riders. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Because we've seen that in other countries and where as well, like Spain, for example. Well, it's particularly easy in Belgium because with this uh, specific uh, work situation called the collaborative economy, um, in fact, you have a, a special tax treatment that makes it uh, it's separately taxed, taxed uh, separately from the, the, the other revenues. So it's, it's, in fact, with this system, very uh, easy to to register on the platform and once you have an account to give this account details to someone else um, and so to the, this other person will be will, will then work under your name and uh, this practice is uh, well difficult difficult to assess but we think uh, it could be so that one on on the two, uh, career is uh, working under another name. Now, does this doesn't mean that all are uh, undocumented people? Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, there are many reasons to do this. Uh, one of the the reason is to 
to enjoy the special tax status, even if you go beyond the 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 the, the six thousand four hundred. In fact, you you begin to work. You begin the year working under your own name, and when you reach uh, six thousand, then uh, you go to an, another name. So you can uh, so you can add uh, six thousand uh, several times. Another reason is uh, for workers that are uh, that that doesn't have the that, uh, that doesn't have uh, eighteen years. Uh, mm. Other reasons is uh, workers that are also uh, that get uh, unemployment. Uh, unemployment benefits uh, or uh, social benefits. Sometimes with these benefits, you you cannot you cannot accumulate this with uh, working work uh, revenues. So if you want to to accumulate, then you work on the another name. So there are there are many reasons to do to do this. And also, if you are naturally undocumented, uh, then uh, it's okay. You cannot work naturally un, un, under your own name. The Belgian public prosecutor is currently taking a case to the Brussels Labour Court against Deliveroo. Uh, that case started last week, uh, Wednesday, 27th of October. Um, a verdict's not expected for another few weeks, as I understand. But can you tell us a bit about the case and its significance in terms of uh, in terms of you know the future of platform work in Belgium? Yes, this case uh, began, in fact, uh, begin uh, two uh, 2020. Uh, but uh, due to the fact that uh, the the lawyers uh, from uh, of each party have time to uh, to prepare and to exchange arguments, um, the official session was only in the, indeed uh, on 27 October. Uh, last uh, last Thursday, uh, we expect the judgment by uh, 8 December. That was the date uh, announced by the judge. And uh, in fact, uh, it's very important to to realize that this this uh, action was initiated by what we call here uh, the auditor. So it's uh, the public prosecutor. Mm -hmm. So this means it's not an action began initiated by a worker. It was not initiated by the unions. It was initiated by the public prosecutor. So this means that, uh, okay, there is relatively more, uh, more chances to be requalified as, as salaries, considering that the public prosecutor thinks so. And do you think this could, because obviously the Brussels Labour Court is not the highest court in Belgium, it's not like the Supreme Court, so I guess it's possible that even if you win the case, there'll be appeals and it can go on, so it might just be the start yes. of, a, of a legal process, I guess. Yes, there, there, there could be appeals, an appeal uh, afterwards, so... Uh... Surely, uh, this is not. Uh, it will mean not, not be closed uh, end of December this year. Certainly not. No. That's why also I say um, the, the the court decision are important naturally. But um, okay, it it won't solve the problem. Um, there is a problem today because of the the very widespread bogus self-employment in platforms. Uh, and the, the only solution for this is um, 
is clear a clear decision by the by the government mm -hmm. um, it's not that our laws are not uh, are outdated certainly not the principles are good but uh, naturally there are prone for interpretation, certainly uh, in the context of the new technologies. So uh, the government has to make the current laws clearer and uh, clearer for the, for the new context. And uh, that, that, that will be the only solution because uh, court decisions can always be bypassed by the platforms. Why? Because new platforms can appear uh, because uh, in fact, the uh, applying the current process, each worker, each one at a time, must go to the court to requalify it as a salary worker. So uh, it's a it's an endless process. And also, if uh, if you get a, a decision from the court, then the platform can also change a little something in the process, and just there, uh, afterwards say, okay, we just changed the. The way we are organizing work, so uh, the court decision is no is no longer uh, applicable. Um, so, okay, it's uh, it's endless. If we, the solution must go must uh, come from the from the, the the government. In that in that context, then, are you hopeful that the EU Commission's um, platform work directive, which is also due to be announced on December eighth, the same day as the court verdict? Um, yes. Are you hopeful that that is going to deliver something which can which can be a solution? Yes, I'm hopeful. <laughs> I know I know it uh, it could be not sufficient. This is uh, possible, but okay. Uh, as a union unionist, I have to to, to be optimistic, and we do. Uh, have, anything we can to um, to make it going in the in the right direction so we propose with the the ETUC, the european trade union confederation we propose to the commission the presumption of uh, of um, of salary worker so uh, now will the commission take this there are indications they're considering it. Uh, okay, they could also settle for uh, something uh, uh, something uh, lower. Uh, they also spoke of, of just uh, reversing the burden of the proof if you want to requalify from a, a self-employed to, uh, to salary worker. I hope that won't be the the final decision of the commission because uh, it's certainly insufficient for me mm -hmm. because uh, it doesn't change the, the general scheme that's to requalify now you have to go one worker at a time to the court uh, even if there is uh, more uh, facility in the in the in the burden of the proof uh, it's impossible to imagine that uh, each one of the 10,000 a year uh, platform workers uh, will, will go to the court. Uh, so I, I really hope the commission will, uh, will propose the, the presumption, the reputable presumption uh, of, um, 
that that a platform worker is an is an employee. We're rebuttable, rebuttable because we 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 want that platform working with a genuine self-employed could still do mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. uh, but as the majority of the platform workers now are working in the con in, in condi the conditions of an employees, the the default solution should be employee. In terms of uh, private hire drivers, I'm not sure if your union organizes uh, private hire drivers, but uh, it's been interesting to see what's been going on in Brussels uh, in the regional government because they established a smartphone ban on Uber drivers in March. Um, and that led to protests from Uber drivers. There was talk of a new law involving taxi drivers and private hire and, at the Brussels level. Um, and the local government says that Uber is trying to dodge taxi regulations by classifying them, them as, as a limousine service. What is your union's view of the of the situation in Brussels in terms of in terms of private hire drivers? Well, it's not correct to say that uh, the, the the government of Brussels uh, imposed a, a smartphone ban. Uh, mm. That's not right. Uh, in fact, Uber is uh, working the regulation for limousine drivers, and it's written in the law, but it's not a, a new law. It's a, it was the existing law that, that a limousine driver has to ride for three hours for the same customer. So it is not supposed in those three hours to take new rides using a telecommunication device that this telecommunication device is a smartphone or any other other, other device, uh, that doesn't matter. Uh, naturally, they can use a smartphone, but they cannot, they should, they should not, uh, uh, in the current regulation, a limousine driver should not take rides while riding. He should ride three hours for the same customer. And in fact, it, uh, Uber was, uh, was making a trick uh, was abusing this uh, regulation because uh, they said, okay, we Uber, we are the limousine driver for three hours, but then we give instruction within the, those three hours to the limousine driver to go to the first customer and then to the second and so on. And, uh, and furthermore, they were not paid for three hours because in the waiting times, be, uh, between customers, they, 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 they were not paid. So that's just an illustration that, the, in fact, the current regulation in Brussels doesn't make a system like Uber possible. It's not possible. So uh, that's the current uh, regulation. Uh, so we, the, the, the Brussels authority is working on a new, on new rules, uh, on a new regulation. That will make it possible uh, under certain conditions for a platform like Uber to operate. And okay, that's fine for us. That's okay, naturally. We think we think uh, Uber and other platform, other transportation platform, are a good service. But but naturally, we want uh, some uh, some uh, limits. Uh, first, we want that the same rules applicable to everybody. We want the same rules for the taxi drivers as for the uh, for the platform uh, taxi taxi drivers. 
because currently uh, regulations are different because the regulation for limousine drivers are not the same as taxi drivers. There are a lot of differences like uh, as a taxi driver, you have to pay a license. It's a very costly license. You have to uh, undergo uh, regular health checks. You have to pay uh, an insurance that is that that's very uh, more expensive than the the insurance of a, of a, of a normal car. So um, there is no uh, currently there is uh, there is uh, an uh, concurrence déloyale. Um, unfair competition mm -hmm. uh, so we want the same rules for everybody and we want also a limit to the total number of uh, taxi drivers uh, uh, traditional taxi drivers and uber drivers we want a limit uber they don't they don't want any limit they say okay uh, let's make it possible for uh, anybody to to uh, to work as a driver when he wants with uh, but 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 you know that what the result of this? The result of this is that if if tomorrow you have uh, ten thousand drivers, uh, then uh, then the, the 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 work the the number of rides will just be divided under the the number of available drivers. So so that that will press the revenue of each drivers to the bottom. Sorry. Well, thanks for clearing that up because certainly in European media they had reported that it was a smartphone ban. So that's that's good to know the the actual information. No, it's not a smartphone ban. It's not a smartphone ban. It was just an uh, uh, an an, uh, um, an application of the current regulation. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay, final question, Martin. Um, about the, the change in your movement more broadly, how do you think um, the change in your movement is responding to the challenge of organising platform workers, which obviously platform workers are a growing section of the of the European workforce. I know you've said before that um, the trade union should have a more positive outlook on, you know, the idea that workers want autonomy, um, because that's, you know, you know, a possibly a, a position of a worker seeking more freedom. Um, so, how do you think are trade unions, you know, approaching this issue in the right way, and how do you think they could do it better? Well. Um... Unions should realize that uh, those are workers too, uh, and that that as a union we are um, we are working for all workers, not only salary workers but workers. Uh, there are, uh, and but it was uh, it was uh, the case for most of you, most unions. Unions wanted to to put those workers in the box salary worker. Uh, just because it was uh, more easy, naturally. Uh, we know uh, what's applicable to salary workers. No, we, as unions, we have to recognize the demand of the workers for more. And also, if workers want, they genuine, genuinely want to, to, to work as self-employed, why not? Uh, if, if this is to, to, to enjoy more autonomy. But uh, just to adapt our uh, ways of working and uh, to, to say, okay, even if you are, uh, even if you want to be self-employed, you have to defend your working conditions, and a union can be uh, can be relevant for to, to to you. And in fact, it's the case. 
when I began to, to work with a taxi driver, so self-employed traditional taxi drivers, at first they say, okay, union, that's not for us. Uh, unions are for, uh, for uh, sorry, workers in, uh, in industries. Uh, uh, then I say, why not? Uh, you have to, to defend your working condition. Uh, and let's do this together. Together, we are more uh, effective. And we, we won several uh, battles, uh, for instance, with uh, taxi drivers working for a taxi company. Uh, not a taxi company. It was a taxi uh, uh, central service uh, called a taxi there. And, uh, and at the end, they say, OK, uh, I adopted it. I thought union was not for us, but now I realize uh, it's effective and uh, and we should do it uh, do it again. So it's like uh, beginning and again what we did as unions uh, in the nineteenth nineteenth uh, century. Uh, at the at the moment, no 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 worker was a salary worker because uh, there there were not uh, there there was no labor rights, no labor rights. So, uh, in fact, uh, every, every worker was uh, like now uh, self-employed uh, without, uh, without rights. But we began to organize them, to defend them, and then we, uh, uh, we got uh, new rights. Um, and we have to do the same for self-employed. Uh, 